0: You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 124. All right, Gold Diggers, this episode may feel a little uncomfortable, but it is so important. This all started as an initiative that we made as a team to ensure that The Gold Digger Podcast represents all women and all the movers and shakers and dreamers out there. And I've been wanting to touch on the race subject for a long time, but I just wasn't quite sure how. But then I met Lauren Taylor and one, her incredible work with The Letter, an incredible magazine that I've been able to be a part of that is out there inspiring women everywhere. And two, her heart and her vision and her mission. I just knew that I had to have her on the show to dig into some of that hard but very real topics that need to be talked about. Now, Lauren is the founder of The Letter, which is a biannual book inspiring every woman to live boldly from partnering with women, empowering brands, writing, and filming for her YouTube channel. Lauren exemplifies what it means to encourage young women to be confident and joyful, and her mission is to help them see how they can just be that girl who goes for it and share their own voice to change the world. Now, as Lauren and I dug into her work, her openness and unique voice created this amazing, raw, truthful conversation about inclusion and race. I may or may not cry at one point in the show, and Lauren absolutely comes to my rescue, but I want this message to reach whoever it needs to. And I know that it touched me, it inspired me, and I'm really thankful that we are having this dialogue on air for you to tune into. So without further ado, Meet Lauren Taylor, and I just invite you to sit back and listen in on our conversation about a delicate subject.
1: You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher, will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts. Listen in on honest conversations Hey Lauren, thank you so
2: much for coming on the show today. Oh, thank you so much. I shared with Kate that I'm just over the moon, at Reach for the Stars World Series Excited.
0: Yes. I'm <laughs> so excited. And before we dive into your story, I just want to preface this with I feel like this conversation is really necessary. I feel like it's needed and when I started to think about how I could have such tough conversations live on the show, you were one of the first people that I thought of because your whole mission is about inspiring women everywhere. And I feel like it's so aligned. So today, for the listeners, I just want you guys to approach this with grace and know that Lauren and I are just showing up super vulnerable, you know, putting it all out there, being as honest as we possibly can with our different point of views. And I think that. I pray that this just opens a door for more conversations about the hard stuff in life because I think so often a lot of us just like to stay in our bubbles and we're dealing with our own stuff. And I think that true growth is experienced when you step into that discomfort and when you acknowledge that some people might say things the wrong way or that, you know, If everyone is showing up with an intentional heart and with a pure heart, I think that's the most beautiful way that you can approach the delicate things in life. So before we dive into the crazy stuff, Lauren, tell us about you, because I've gotten to know you over the last year, and I have just loved what you're putting out into the world. So kind of tell us about you, what you're doing, and how you got started.
2: Uh, You're the sweetest. Yes. So I am the founder of a biannual seasonal book called The Letter that inspires every woman to live boldly and follow her dreams. Also a blogger and pizza enthusiast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right. I partner with women empowered brands and, and share a really a genuine real voice and in, in helping young women to see how they can share their own voice to change the world. And honestly, you can always find me happy dancing over footy pajamas, which are bomb.com, by the way. And I'm always all about, you know, really loving the real you.
0: I love it. So how did you get started with a letter and what was your career path that led you to where you are today?
2: It was really this path of like a Lizzie McGuire meets princess diaries, but without ruling a country. And so to kind of give you a background, you know, I've, I've been through a lot of hilarious, embarrassing experiences that taught me a lot about my life. And my parents, they always said I was a crawler or I was never a crawler, but I, I was a runner and I've always kind of lived my life this way. And so. With starting the book, it was really at a point where I had so I I had dropped out of college. I was working a nine to five, and I really kind of felt stuck. And so I moved back to my hometown and my unicorn pink bedroom. I still remember the wallpaper, and I really felt lost and kind of just a sense of being alone. And that's really where I felt like God and. Like basically this like, almost like if you were to get hit by a truck, which I hope that never happens, but (laughs) (laughs) this idea of this book, and then it just kind of all, you know, went and tumbled from there. And I know with me personally, I have such a, I call it a stubborn heart because, you know, my determination is just infused. And I, so I took this idea and within a month I launched it and it's just, it's been crazy ever since, but in the best way.
0: That is insane. You are exactly like me the day that I thought about this podcast. I had like a whole plan drafted out like I was ready to go. Yes, Exactly. (laughs) That is so exciting. So was there a certain like aha moment where you're like, I just got to go for it. I got to stop thinking about it. Or what kind of did that look like when you decided to start it? Because I mean, your path wasn't necessarily leading you to this. But in a sense, it kind of always was.
2: Right. And I think something that I think that God does which is so cool is when you think that you have lost everything or that it's like, he creates this blank canvas. Right. And as mentioned before, you know, I was, I was out of school. I was back in my hometown. I had also just ended a three-year relationship and I was really just feeling like, Oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do next? And I felt like everybody else, you know, had it together and I did not. And so, but through that, because I didn't have any other distractions, it's almost like it was the the clearest vision. And so once, you know, within a month that I created it, and the things that he's been able to do with it has just been so magical. So, you know, we have women from around the world, including you and including even women over in Australia and France and England, all contributing, you know, their hopes and thoughts and words and ideas to these pages. And they've really created a story that's bigger than themselves. And you know, you can find, you know, you can do a pep talks and career and lifestyle and home and bod- like bomb.com recipes and really encouraging this real and authentic and wholehearted content. And I think what's even too cool is that back in high school and middle school, my friends and I, we would always, you know, write letters to each other um, just to for encouragement. And so with the letter, you know, we're really true to our name where we do that too. We have a thing called snail mail where, you know, people can actually write letters to share their story and connect with each other through those handwritten notes mailed with love, you know, across cities and countries. And I just, it's been, it's one of those things where, when I first started this and I I thought that I would create like the next Teen Vogue or Seventeen Magazine and I was really into that back then. (laughs) Um, But it's just turned into so much more than that and my sweet friend Stephanie... Pfeiffer Meyer said, the letter is not only, you know, visually stunning, but it's filled with invaluable encouragement that every woman needs. And I know as she poured into the pages of our fall winter book, which Jenna, you're in, and I'm so excited about that. Mm -hmm. You know, she thought of the women who are nearest and dearest to her and her sister's mother and very best friends and She knew that one of them would cherish the book as much as she did. And that's really our mission. You know, if you believe in the importance of self-love and living joyfully and expressing the gratitude for life you've been given, and I just feel like then you will definitely love the letter. And that's something that I didn't have in my life. And then because I didn't have it, that's what I created. And it's just been beautiful.
0: Oh, my gosh. So (laughs) what did the beginning stages look like for starting it? Like, did you experience any roadblocks or barriers
2: at the start? I think actually starting it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, you know, there's no education out there really to how to create mm-hmm. a magazine or a book. And that's what was really shocking. And I cannot tell you how many hours I spent Googling because, you know, everything's on Google <laughs> and doing that. And so that was really hard. But I think even too, surprisingly enough, what was also hard it was people telling me that I couldn't do it. Mm. And that really was very difficult for me to hear because, you know, when you have a dream or idea and you're super excited about it and you just, you, you know, you're up all night thinking about it and you can't sleep and it's just really instilled in you. And then when you have someone or even multiple people coming to you and saying that, okay, no, there's no way you can do that. Or what are you thinking? Or you're wasting your life. And it's disheartening. And so mm-hmm. I think that that was probably the the hardest thing that I had to go through with the book. And, but of course it, it's sweet because then, you know, I, I proved them wrong. Mm-hmm. But when you're in it, you know, <laughs> it's hard. So that's what I would say for sure. And I think with just with any idea, I mean, it, it takes a lot of hard work to get it started and then to continue doing it, especially if you don't have support.
0: Yes, amen sister. And I feel <laughs> like those naysayers, there's something within them that's like holding them back and Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times if people have these dreams that they've never lived out and they see somebody going for it it's almost like that spiteful where it's like wait how can she do this I want to do something you know and so right way to prove those babies wrong So one of the biggest reasons why I'm just so excited about our conversation today and something that I've really been challenging myself is that I've learned over the years as an entrepreneur and just as a human being that we desire to see our potential reflected in others. And we want to see people who are just like us doing the big, hard, scary work. And sometimes we might feel underrepresented. And today we're going to be talking about race. And I think that it's a necessary conversation. I think it's a scary one at that. But I wanted you, Lauren, because you have been so open in your creation process in desiring true, honest conversations. And so you were the first person that I thought of when And I thought about, you know, approaching this delegate conversation. So can we just talk a little bit about what
2: it feels like to feel underrepresented? (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And, you know, the underrepresentation is there, right? But that didn't stop Oprah, you know? And so I feel that, you know, opportunity, it can feel delayed. It can feel like it looks like it's not there. But again, something that, you know, my parents always taught me is that, if no doors are open, kick open a window. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that let's just, I mean, heck, let's just make our own opportunities, you know? Mm -hmm. And even if you don't see someone doing what you want to do, be the first. And I think that concept is sometimes hard to accept because that's scary, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but I just feel that, whether someone else has already paved the way for us to be able to follow our dreams and those opportunities, or if you're going to be the person to do that and then really leave that legacy and that impact. And I just feel like that we are capable of more than what we think we are capable of in that.
0: Absolutely. And I think that sometimes it can be hard. I mean, I think it's hard as female entrepreneurs. I think it's hard as young women. I think it's hard for all of us. I think there are definite different roadblocks based on the color of our skin or where we were raised or the community environment we were brought up in or the social class that we were brought up in. So can we just have an honest conversation for you? Like, what has your journey been in being a woman of color? What roadblocks or obstacles do you feel like you have encountered that maybe others haven't?
2: Mm-hmm. I would say, because that's definitely an important question, right? Mm-hmm. As we are all beautifully different and and have our own experiences, I know I can't speak for every woman of color. However, mm-hmm. one of the hardest lessons and hurdles I had to learn was to not be paralyzed by someone else's behavior towards the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. And racism, bias and stereotypes are real and and still exist today and I know with, with the bus opportunities that I've been given, I actually have received messages, even though it's 2017, but I've received messages where people ask the question of, you know, why are you here or your type doesn't belong here or how dare you think that you can do this? And it has been shocking. And, you know, I'm also in a interracial relationship and and that's been a whole nother, you know, monster to handle as well. And people, coming at it in a very negative way. And I just think, for me personally, I just believe that there is so much love and kindness in the world to give our energy to. And hating people because of their color is wrong. And it doesn't matter which color does the hating. It's just Mm -hmm. plain wrong. One of my favorite quotes by Nelson Mandela said, you know, no one is born hating another person because of the color of their skin, background or religion. And people learn to hate But if they learn to hate, they can also be taught to love. Mm
0: -hmm. That is so good. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors, and we've even been voted Superhost several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's the life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with Quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which Adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit, whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day return that's q u i n c e dot com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns i think that something that is really just a challenge for us all and i know it's been a challenge for me personally is just being challenged to lead the charge and to represent all women and you know to give context, because I think it's necessary. Like I was raised in a town of 5,000 people. I went to the same school from kindergarten through 12th grade. We had one person who was not white in our entire school. And so I was never exposed to so many things. And through traveling the world, I've been able to see a lot more. But it's also left me almost feeling paralyzed because I know that, you know, certain comments or things that could not be meant in a way to offend can offend somebody. So do you have any advice on how to approach conversations and just be so open? Because I think a lot of times I hold myself back because I'm so worried about offending someone. And it's not just about skin, it's about anything. Like I'm so worried about making somebody feel something that they don't want to feel. So do you have any, you know,
2: I don't know, advice on this? Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny enough, I actually grew up the same way. I went to a private Christian school from second grade to 12th grade, and it was majority white students. And the first thing that I do want to say is, you know, I believe you're already doing something impactful right now. By you sharing this on your platform, you already are positively influencing and inspiring others to make that first step of acknowledgement. Giving them the confidence to also have genuine and honest conversation and possibly even further to stand up when they see someone being wrongly treated because of their color of their skin.
0: One of the things that I've wrestled with, and I think that there is such a need, is just to understand what diversity looks like and how to be, you know, a trailblazer in terms of inclusion. And what I think that is so challenging for us women and entrepreneurs is that I think that we know that there are certain needs, just like I know that there's a need for the media to see women that aren't a size two that are confident in their skin. And I think that we can step into our roles and step into the light in different ways. And so What would you say for entrepreneurs who are looking to create a true community that, you know, doesn't look like them, maybe doesn't love the same way they love? How can we kind of encourage and invite more inclusion into our lives?
2: I love this question. This really reminded me of the kind campaign of you can sit with us. (laughs) And for me, you know, Actually, it looks like one of my favorite quotes from you because your quotes are all over my Pinterest board. (laughs) But it's to remember what it felt like to be excluded so that you can help build a community where everyone is included. And that is such a powerful message because if I had to take a guess, you know, we all know how it feels to be excluded. And if we in return made sure others did not feel that same way, it would be magical. And I believe we can do a better job of living that out when we remember how we felt and we're never alone in that and the power to not let that happen to someone else and, and stop that negative cycle. And it's something that I truly believe in, you know, as women, sisters, friends, community and, and human beings, you know, we should love and uplift and celebrate and stand together and to use our, our powerful voices to continue to really you know, change the world.
0: That's so powerful. So can I ask you, like, who are some women that you just look up to in life, in business? Like, who are those mentors for you?
2: Oh, we could be here all day, (laughs) Jenna.
1: Let's do it. (laughs) I'm ready.
2: I mean, okay, well, I will give you a couple of the obvious ones. Oprah, Ellen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I mean, how can you not choose them? But I would also, too, I would say, you know, my best friend, Felicia, she is this powerhouse woman and and really has taught me, you know, the true meaning of friendship and what that looks like, where there's no competition, there's no jealousy and, and just genuine love. And, and she's always been there for me. And I would say, too, I could name off so many women in the creative industry, but just as them as a whole, I am just and that's probably another reason why I started the letter is because I was just so inspired and captivated by everything that everyone was doing, and even if I were to open up my Instagram right now and just to see everything so beautifully curated and just all of the love and the hard work that women have put into what they do every single day, that's aspiring alone and And so I just I aspire to to do that and to leave my own impact and my own legacy. But again, I'm like, gosh, the list of names in my head going on right now, but those are just a few
0: that I would say. Okay, so let's wrestle with this thought for a minute because this is something that I just keep coming back to as a struggle and I I feel like I need outside perspective, which is why I have you. I feel like we're having like a psychology session. (laughs) Um, You are my shrink right now. Please help me. (laughs) Um, So one thing that I wrestle with is – that a lot of times we are challenged by what we see. So I know I've gotten to speak at different workshops where they're predominantly male. Mm -hmm. And I've seen, you know, obviously workshops where it's all white women. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there is this cry, this need to see more diversity. And I was honestly challenged to include more just different women on the show And the challenge really, really struck me deep because it was something that I honestly hadn't thought of, which is embarrassing to say, because I was looking at, you know, who are people that have been pouring into my life that I can, you know, have on the show. And what I think is so hard and what I think I've wrestled with a lot is after I was challenged by someone I started going through all of our applications. And I mean, we get hundreds of applications a week. So you can imagine the process of looking through those. And the truth was, is that we really honestly, truthfully did not have many women of color applying to be on the show. Mm -hmm. And so the catch 22 for me came in where it almost feels like reverse Racism of like trying to pick out people because of the color of their skin. And I just, I struggle with it because I don't know where to land. I don't know what the graceful landing is on something like this. And I think that there's a challenge for all of us. If you're not seeing something represented, then like you said, Lauren, like you got to trailblaze, like you got to get out and trailblaze. And at the same time, too, for us women, who are being leaders and who are, you know, creating these communities and stuff like we've got to be aware and conscious of that as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just curious on your thoughts on this because I just always feel so stuck. It's not, it's not that I want to pick people because of the color of their skin, but now I'm challenged to do that. And so how, how do you do this? I mean, <laughs> help me. I
2: don't know. I just don't know. Well, tough question, right? I yes. mean, because there's so many aspects of this and There's a couple of things. So let's just say, let's just talk from the women of color perspective, right? And what I personally, and from what my own experience is, and again, this kind of just goes with my personality. When I'm applying to certain things, whether that be influencing things or modeling or whatever, Mm -hmm. I, when I look at the brand, if I'm honest with you, I do not, if they don't have any black women It's not that I don't notice, but it's not something that, that again, that I let paralyze me. You know what I mean? And I think that there is this underlying fear that sometimes women, especially women of color have when they look at different brands or opportunities, or let's just say podcasts or something like that, where they don't see other black women. So they feel like, oh, well, I can't apply because, you know, maybe they just don't want to have black women or maybe this Mm -hmm. or maybe that. And then all these lies and doubts get into your head. And when, in all honesty, some of those brands are just like, well, actually, we just didn't know about you. And now that we know about you, we love you and, you know, we want you to be included. So, and I can't tell you how many times it's happened to, you know, to me where they're like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. And it's not just because I'm a woman of color, but they just really just love me. And so, mm-hmm. and I think that there, there's a disconnect there. So that's the first thing. I feel like if we can stop telling ourselves the lie of, okay, just because I don't see, you know, a similar person to myself does not mean that I can't do that. So that's the first thing. I think the second thing is you should not, when on the opposite end, and and for, let's say, for the magazine and when we're picking people, I try to choose people, again, similar to yourself, where they've either poured into my life or they, they resonate, I know that they'll really resonate with our readers and, you know, they really fit, you know, our mission. And, Sometimes that looks completely different. I mean, and I, and even from every single book that we've done, it's all different. And so mm-hmm. I think that people should not make you feel guilty in that because there's no guilt behind that, that you're in fact doing your job where you're specifically picking people that really resonate with you because that's mm-hmm. what the Gold Dicker podcast is about. But I just think that you know, it's going to be on hard on both ends. If you don't know about the people then they don't know, you know, if the opportunity is there, and there's just this back and forth. So I just feel like the first step really is needing to really on both sides to go out there and to find each other. And I think that that really is what comes down to it. Because even with us, we've had to go out and we had to really hone in on people and not just for the color of it. Because I, I think that it may come off, like you said, I mean, to not necessarily reverse racism, but it can come off of, oh, we're just looking for black people this time. I mean, it's one of those things where instead of looking at like that, I mean, just say like, we're looking for diversity. And I think Mm -hmm. that there's, it's okay to do that, you know, because I think that of how our world is, that we do need to look for diversity. And that needs to be a good thing. It doesn't need to be this hush-hush secret, like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to say that out loud. No, like we, because if we look for diversity and look for different women of color, not just black women, but all different women of color, all different backgrounds. And then guess what? There's going to be a little girl out there or young women out there who will see that and be even more influenced in, in that in their own lives and create a bigger impact. So I think diversity is an amazing thing. And I think that it's something that every brand, every person should sought after and it needs to be looked at as a good thing and not as as something that is bad.
0: hmm Thank you. Thank you for <laughs>
2: <course>. that first. <laughs> I know I it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. No, that was like I mean that was awesome. And I think that, you know, I've struggled because I'm putting out into the world what I think the world needs just as you are. Mm -hmm. And I've never looked at anything as color of their skin. And like we had Najwa Zabian, who's a Lebanese woman. And, you know, I've never even, I never even thought about it. But then I was so challenged because I was like, my gosh, like you look at this lineup. We never see our podcast lineup all in a row. Like we don't have, you know, a spreadsheet with photos of faces, and so it was such a beautiful challenge. I think the delivery on the challenge was off and it really made me feel like a bigot. I mean, it made me feel really awful. Oh, I'm going like, to cry. Oh, no. Oh, you're going to make me cry.
2: <laughs> no. Here, you know what? And let me let me share a story with you that, that reminded me of this. And I'm going to try really hard not to like tear up. But... Okay, so like we talked about, you know, I'm in a I'm in a relationship with a beautiful man and he just happens to be, you know, blue eyed, blonde haired and from North Dakota. <laughs> and um, and he's a complete goofball and I love him. But something that happened where, you know, we were out doing what couples do, holding hands, right, in the mall, just like, you know, being cutesy. And I remember You know, there's a few people who were just giving us the dirtiest looks and even, you know, one person even came up to us and they were like, you know, how dare you? You should be with your own kind. And it was, it was just, it was, it was shocking. I mean, I was like in tears because I was like, what in the world? Because, you know, you wouldn't think that that would happen. But something that Eddie... Did. And he was like, you know, he placed his hand over my heart and over his and he was like, do you feel that? And I'm like, feel what? He was like, you know, that's our hearts. Like, just know that, you know, everyone has one. And so we're all human. And we're just because someone is trying to make a difference in us, don't let them because we're all connected by this, you know, by this heart. And it just like, it just blew me away, you know, and it just really, it made me, it just made me that much stronger. And so I, I just, and it breaks my heart that people out there we'll do that, whether it's making you feel guilty, or whether it's making someone else feel guilty for the color of their skin or anything like that, because that is not the world that we should be living in. And it really just goes back to that, you know, it may be idealistic, but we should all be singing Kumbaya and holding hands and and supporting each other, you know, and so, but that's just kind of what reminded me of that. And I, I just think that it's for you and what you have and, and all the magic that you've created and it's beautiful and I, and I know that God is going to use that in so many more incredible ways, but he knows your heart, you know, and, and I think that's what is most important that as long as you know your heart and you know your own intentions and you know that you are here to give love to the rest of the world, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Amen. You just saved <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like doing the like ugly cry face. Like pull it together, girl. <laughs> Let me tell you, I love it when I find a way to blend style and comfort. This is why I am obsessed with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through and their staples make getting dressed a breeze. We're talking minimalist, effortless, yet totally refined, which is exactly my vibe. I wear Jenny Kane's house slippers Every single day I even sent a pair to my best friend and I've been on the hunt for the perfect shoe for travel. I just grabbed their suede kitten heels. They are timeless easy to pack. And when I wear them, I get compliments and it also helps that they are super comfortable. I've also got a quick shout out their sweaters. The Oversized Cotton Fisherman and the Cotton Cocoon are perfection for everyday wear. And even as the weather warms up, they are absolutely staying in my rotation. Now, the best part about this brand is that you can mix and match the pieces effortlessly. Pair their sweaters with classic denim or a simple slip dress, and you've got a look that's put together without even trying. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. And on top of the amazing clothes, they even have home essentials. We're talking timeless furniture, cozy pillows and throws, and the most incredible candles. Find your new uniform at JennyCane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code golddigger15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J E N N I. K-A-Y-N-E.com promo code Golddigger15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I'm pretty well versed in social media, but there was one major platform on the internet that I didn't know how to use to its max potential. And that was LinkedIn. Can you relate? With LinkedIn ads, you'll learn how to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach even more of your audience. Imagine having direct access to decision makers. We're talking about a billion members, 180 million senior level executives, and 10 million C-level executives. Now, trust me, that is a network you want to be a part of. LinkedIn provides targeting and measurement tools specifically designed for B2B. In fact, in the tech world, LinkedIn generated two to five times higher return on ad spend than other social media platforms. And here's the best part, you're not alone. LinkedIn respects the B2B world we operate in. In fact, 79% of B2B content marketers say that LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's right. LinkedIn ads helps build connection and results. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com goal. Terms and conditions apply. Quick question, this will this totally applies, but in a different way. Do you watch a TV show, This Is Us? Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, right. Yes. Let's yes I do. So <laughs> what I think has been I mean, that show is life changing in so many different ways. And I think that it handles so many of life's like hard things with the most like grace possible in the way that it tells and it tells honest and true stories. And I just feel like guys, if you are listening and you don't listen to this show, if you if you watch this is a podcast. That is a TV show. <laughs> you watch TV shows. If you don't watch a show like that, is the one show you should give an hour of your life to every week. But I think what's been so awesome about that is just the way that they tell that story of Randall and the differences. And so, have you seen any parallels in your journey of life, like similar to what he experiences on the show?
2: Yes, I. And what's crazy? So actually, that show and then also the show Blackish, which is hilarious, but. So a lot of the stories on there, I feel like are the stories that my parents have told a lot okay. to us. And I think what's interesting is that just to see the amount of love that they give him, you know, mm-hmm. and I like that sort of love because, you know, love doesn't have a color. Mm-hmm. and So that love and that strength, it just... Again, it just instills in, in what we should continue and inspire her to be. But a lot of those parallels, I feel like, is a lot of what my parents have gone through. Into, so, for example, my mom, she half of her family is Indian and the other half is white, and she's fair skin and green eyes and light hair. And then my dad is black and also has a couple of different other cultures in them too. And so. You know, they've definitely told me like different stories and, and how people have treated them and, and all that bit, and so it definitely, again, it it just really goes back to having to. I feel like in in, in different cultures, and everything we really do have to remind ourselves of that humanity and of that kindness because, you know, when people come at you from that point of view, and it, it really it hurts, and it and it also affects your life. And I think for us not to not to repeat that. Right. I just think that, you know, we just we have to consistently have that reminder. And I feel like that is really the biggest thing that I've seen is I have to consistently remind myself of that kindness of that love, despite others. I just
0: think what has been so interesting about that show, too, is, is just like how everyone has their own story, you know, and even people that are living under the same roof, have such different struggles have such different stories have such different like i don't passions i mean it's just so interesting because i think that so often we can can judge people off of the way they look or the way they were brought up or the way their parents look or you know mm. all of these things and i feel like the way that they weave those stories of you know how your childhood impacts your your future and you know how your parents can impact your relationships and all of that and i just i don't know that show is definitely opened my eyes to so many different things. And I think that, I don't know, it just really kind of gives people the courage to have conversations like this as well, because you can see how they are navigating those hard things in such a beautiful way. So when I, I just want to know, truthfully, when I first asked you to come on the show and talk (laughs) about this, what did you think?
2: Yeah, I, you know what, I had emailed you back because I, and I don't know how this happens. I, I swear this is just kind of a God thing. But I already had a feeling you were going to ask me something similar to doing something like this. But I didn't know why of why I felt that way. So that was interesting because I because when first when Kay had emailed me and, and said it, I was, you know, so excited and so thrilled and something told me, I'm like, you know, I think we're going to talk about diversity, but I, I've never really talked. This is my very first time ever speaking on you know, this topic at all. And so I was, if I'm honest, I was nervous and scared. I'm like, am I going to say the right thing? And, you know, and am I gonna, you know, come across a certain way. But honestly, I, I'm just so happy that I was able to do this with you, because I believe in so many things that you're doing and, and just all of what you've accomplished. And so, and you've made this so comfortable. And so, but no, I just, I feel that, with everyone that we can sometimes be scared to like be that voice and saying certain things out loud. But I'm just so obsessively grateful that I am able to do this. And I am able to share because it's so important. And you know, if if I don't share if others don't share, then, you know, then it just, I can just turn into turmoil in the sense of like, you know, if, if we don't talk about it, if we don't share its importance, then it's going to continue you know? And so, yeah, I will say it was a mix of emotions, but more than anything, it was, I was super excited.
0: So cool. Last year I went to San Francisco and I spoke at the Rising Tide Society Leader Summit and it was really cool. They facilitated an inclusion panel and, you know, we could all ask questions and, and it was such an interesting conversation because, I mean, it was the most diverse group not just color of skin but sexuality and you know what gender and all of that and and it was incredible because it it provided this space to start the dialogue and i think a lot of times it's just like you said even when you started your business just the starting mm-hmm. is the hardest part and So, I want to encourage people, you know, this stuff is uncomfortable. And I think there are so many things in life that are uncomfortable. And something that I've learned is. You know, those things that we're afraid to talk about, those things that we're afraid to share, those are usually the most impactful. And I think for me, it's easy to talk about things like miscarriage and body image because it's my experience with that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's hard sometimes to put yourself into an experience that you haven't been through or to open yourself up to others' experiences. And what I think needs to happen is just really letting people make mistakes and opening up a space for grace and allowing questions that maybe don't come out quite right, or they're not eloquent. And I think that a lot of times in life, we're so afraid of saying the wrong thing that we just don't say anything at all. So can you give us any tips on just starting dialogue? Like what that could look like, you know, if there are brands out there that want to be more inclusive how can we start to really actually make a tangible change?
2: Well, I think you hit it right on the head when basically, I feel like that it's not only starting the dialogue, but at the same time of that fear that we have and knocking that out the park, (laughs) you know, and I, and I think that just keeps us from so many things. And so on the brand side, I would just encourage brands to start to really dive in deep and start to search and look because all different types of women, all shapes and sizes are all out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, we have these pool of people. And so I, I think that it's just a matter of really searching for them. And then for those women on that side to not be afraid to go for it and not be afraid to maybe be the first and to not be afraid to approach the brands themselves. I can't tell you how many brands I've approached myself, you know, and just to really start meeting each other, you know, together. And I just think once we start doing that, then, you know, you people will really see that difference. And even if you, you know, even if you fail, or you get a no, or you don't find the right person right away, that doesn't mean that you should stop. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep going. And I just know that with myself personally that you know once you understand your own mission, your own purpose and and how you can and taking the steps to try to figure out that impact and also staying true to your faith. I just I just think that it just paves the way and opens up all the windows and all the doors for all of that to happen. But yeah, that's probably the best advice I would give. And even I know Eleanor Roosevelt had said, you know, focus on what you feel in your heart to be right, because you're always going to be criticized, which is true. Someone's always going to say something right. But I think as long as you focus on what's in your heart, and that's the most important.
0: Well, thank you for that. And for anyone listening, we are so open to sharing all (laughs) women's stories. And that means to say, put together a strong application. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that so often, you know, we, like you said, we either don't see it. So we just don't think it exists or we don't go for it. But We look at all submissions, every single one, and we're just trying to put together the best podcast for people that can inspire. And I can promise you this, like we are taking this challenge so deeply to heart, but we're also staying really true to choosing women that are are blazing trails like you, Lauren. And and we're not going to go one way or the other. We're not just going to pick people because of their skin color. And we're not going to not pick people because of their skin color. And I think that that has always been what is true about our mission, about my heart. But like you said, too, create those relationships and foster those I mean, every single person that I've had on this show, I have been touched by them. I have seen their work. I've been a piece of it. I have experienced what they put into the world. And and that's why they're on the show. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just, you know, it's just something that I think our society needs to start getting comfortable with. I think there are so many stigmas out there and they just need to be shut down. Like, we see so many women coming forward with the me too statements. And I think that there's power in just starting the conversation and allowing and encouraging the trickle down effect. And so my goal and my heart in in sharing this and in just being super, super out there and vulnerable and, and having Lauren do the same and having her show up just like she did is to show like there can be such productive work done and such productive conversations. And I think that, So often, when we feel like we're, you know, we don't have the perfect thing to say, we just don't say anything. And I think that has to stop. And so, Lauren, before we sign off today, you know, do you have any closing thoughts, words, dreams, missions, goals? Put them out there, put them into the universe now.
2: (laughs) Oh, I just love you. You know, i would say that just with my like personal dreams and goals and something that i like i've truly realized is that i made a list to myself and this is like so crazy i made a list to myself when i was 15 years old of everything i wanted to accomplish when i was 25 and i did everything on there except for marrying shannon tatum which is totally okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're <Very> good
2: <laughs> right And to be able to see that and do that and as as many 3am nights and as many hard things and doubting myself and everything like that, I just want to be my own testament in that anything is possible. And I cannot shout that from the rooftops more than anything. And and I, and I just think that, you know, we should never let the opinion or judgment of others steer us away from our own magic and fire inside of us and, I just, again, I feel that everything that you're doing, Jenna, and everything that I see all the other women that I follow doing, it's not only beautiful, but it's impactful and it's positive and it's it's changing the world. And I, I don't think that us as women, as human beings should ever have to apologize for who we are, what we look like, what we do. And I just, I hope that, you know, with the conversation that you heard today between Jenna and I, that I hope that you all are inspired in that and that you know, to always speak up, but of course, graciously and genuinely and lovingly. And I just think that, you know, women in general are powerful, but together they're unstoppable.
0: Oh my goodness, girl. Thank you for walking (laughs) with me today. I'm so thankful it was you. I couldn't have imagined a better guest to be awkward and uncomfortable and loving with. I, believe wholeheartedly in what you're putting out into the world and your mission. And I'm so grateful to be a part of it. So Lauren, where can everybody find you? And guys, you need to go check her out.
2: Yes. Okay. So you can find me over at Lauren Taylor LTW on all social media platforms. And then you can also find my book, The Letter at thelettermag.com and also at thelettermag. And you can also see my adorable rescue pup Finley and me chilling in my footy pajamas, totally <laughs> obsessing over pizza and I, I just can't wait to chat. I always love sharing and chatting too, so definitely like hit me up in those DMs. I love that.
0: <laughs> awesome. Fun fact about us, we had pizza at our wedding.
2: <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, my dream come true. Oh, I'm having new we,
0: trust. So- so poor like we paid for our whole wedding and yeah. we were like what can two 23 year olds afford and it was pizza and it was delicious it was good pizza it wasn't bad
2: pizza it was good pizza. stop but oh my gosh that's my dream. <laughs> yes no i have a pinterest board dedicated eddie thinks i'm crazy but i have a pinterest board dedicated to like all the food that i want and it's like it's those truffle fries, pizza, oh, food mm-hmm. trucks, like yeah. everything. I'm obsessed. All of the things. Oh my gosh.
0: Thank you so much, Lauren. And guys, if you wouldn't mind just sharing your biggest takeaway from today's show, I think I would be so encouraged to see this conversation actually happening online. So head on over to Gold Digger Podcast. Let us know. Definitely thank Lauren for handling this topic with such grace. And until next time, gold diggers keep on digging your biggest goals. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. So there you have it. That was Lauren in my conversation. And I really think that it was needed. I feel like I have been navigating through a lot of questions and what does it really look like to represent all women? And I think that it's a struggle. And I think that in that struggle comes so much beautiful room for growth. And so while our conversation may not have been perfect, while it required a ton of grace, I think that it was Totally needed. And I sincerely hope that tuning in today, you can recognize that it did take a lot of faith and it took a lot of guts to do it. Before we log off today, I just want to share this week's review of the week. And this is from Kaylee Rohrer. And she says, out of all the podcasts out there for empire builders and entrepreneurs, this is a one to invest your sacred time in. Jenna has transformed the way that I run my business through Instagram and social media. Through this podcast, I've learned to stop spinning my wheels. I want to shout from the rooftops how her incredibly simple marketing tips are brilliant. I believe that Jenna can transform your small business. And along with Kaylee's words. I sincerely hope that I can transform the conversations that need to be had in this world, those ones that are awkward or uncomfortable. And I hope that in bringing this to the table today, I am just making more space for everyone to be invited. So until next time, goal diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals and a sincere thank you to Lauren for stepping up to the plate and helping me walk through this conversation today.
1: Let's face it,
0: life and business can be stressful. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system, too. So, what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for Next Level Mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into Episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90 day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Visit justthrivehealth.com and use a promo code gold digger. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's justthrivehealth.com promo code gold digger.